I remember when they told me there was nothing for me. No hopes to keep on dreaming, and I was way past 30. I sat in my room, and I began to cry. Then caught myself again, said I would upgrade my life. I'm gonna upgrade my life. I'm gonna upgrade my life. Could never do it without my tribe. I'm gonna upgrade my life. Welcome to the Dr. D Inspire Upgrade My Life and Biz podcast, where we give you tools and tips to reach personal and professional goals. Dr. Lana DeGrasse, president of Turning on the Lights Global Institute, and welcome to the Upgrade My Life and Biz podcast. There's so many things I want to talk to you today about because simply we have been busy upgrading our patrons and individuals who are growing new startups, thinking about ideation, thinking about how to grow and build and It can be quite busy. So it's great to be back with you today to give you some other additional insights as to how you can grow in your personal and professional goals. And as I share today, I hope that you are truly encouraged. Also want to remind you to make sure you click like, subscribe, and share this podcast to those who you know would have most benefit from it. And I want to start off today, you know, like thousands of Americans who post their early morning surprises or rants. You know, I posted this following uh, post on Facebook. Just because I may be down and going through something does not mean I am always going to be there. With isolation, there comes introspection and only the wisdom that one above can give. Where there is no counsel, I know who I can call. And I decided to share this because I recognize that when we face our life in an intense 40-day experience, we may feel overwhelmed with self-awareness we gain from journaling and having deep reflection. Or sometimes when we attend conferences and special events and we get all excited and we take notes and we look at what we're going to do, and then we feel this level of excitement, and then we return home into our office, into our bunkers, and then we say, ugh. Can I really do all of this? I was sitting at a stop sign and looked to my right while I waited for the light to change. And there was a big sign that said the land was under construction. The sign warned that crews would be demolishing, clearing debris, and paving a new foundation. Ironically, the sign depicted a method to navigate through life's trials. Similarly, in our lives, we may feel that we are in a demolition phase. Our thoughts may feel scattered as we think of those who cause discouragement, but as we use these moments to think about our future, we may decide to refine and organize our thoughts to develop a strategy that will allow us to move forward. And with truthfulness and honesty, we can pave a new foundation for a a brighter future. But what can be frustrating is the thought that real change can occur like a get-rich-quick scheme. But this is truly far from the truth. And I can't tell you that, you know, one of the number one things you can do to truly 
grow is to realize wherever you are today might not be where you were two years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago. There may be things that have occurred in your life or things that really have shifted your perspective. And you may be asking yourself, you know, what does this new chapter in 2023 actually look like? And one of the things we spent time doing last week was I had everyone participate in my five-day Upgrade My Life and Biz Challenge. And we do it every quarter. And I tell you, every quarter we do it, I learned something completely different that I had than I hadn't learned before. And so some of the things that we highlighted was the simple fact that entrepreneurship is not easy. To be an entrepreneur, to make the decision that you're going to go down this path that may not have been forged before in your family, or you're going to take on something new that you've never done before, doing it in the workplace and doing it as an entrepreneur are two different things. And I constantly have to remind entrepreneurs to be patient. I mean, sometimes you really do feel like you're this little fish in a pond with these huge, huge other things coming to eat you. (laughs) But if you remember your why, as I've been saying in all of these podcasts, you are more likely to just calm down a little, get clear, and be still. So we had such a great time connecting and talking, and I may even share some of the uh, insights that we've had from the challenge. But one of the things, again, is I mentioned how difficult entrepreneurship can be. And one of the stories I told was a story about how many years ago when I first was starting the business, I really just wanted to get my feet wet and let other people know, you know, that they could also upgrade their goals and they can actually transition into consultants or have an online business if that's what they decide. And I remember reaching out to this particular woman who was the director of this building and I basically wanted to do a presentation there and so I sent with all my gumption I said let me send a email of introduction and let this lady know that I would like to speak in her in her place in her venue and she basically said look I don't know you you're not known yet and so no you can't you probably won't ever be able to speak here and I remember replying to her I thanked her and then I said I know that you're a gatekeeper but that's okay one day I will have an opportunity to share my story and maybe it's not at your location but when the right door opens it will happen well it turns out so I plugged away and I kept doing these speaking engagements and it ended up that there was this one engagement that I had where this man heard me speak, and ended up actually inviting me to speak in the very building I was told I would never be able to speak in. I was so elated. I, I you know, I, When I met him, I said, well, I was told that I couldn't speak here. And he said, well, not only am I over this building, but I'm over the regional area as well. So it was really a mind-boggling thing, and it really opened my mind to realize that Just because someone tells you no the first time does not necessarily mean that it's going to be no always. And not only that, sometimes it's just a matter of timing. And the thing is about entrepreneurship is you do have to have patience. You have high moments when you're just, everything is just flowing and doing well and and you feel like you're a success. And then you have these other moments where maybe things have paused or maybe you have to redirect your focus or maybe you just don't feel fulfilled in what you're doing but you do have to remember to give yourself a break and to remind yourself that you know what i really am human and that's okay so during the upgrade challenge 
we had a phenomenal time. And one of the questions I always ask every entrepreneur every time is, how many years did it take for you to become who you are? And most of the specialists and experts that I work with, number one, it's already one thing for them to remember that they're experts, but number two, also reminding themselves of why they were so committed is another issue. So I want to encourage you, if you haven't done so already, to think about this first quarter. How did you do? What did you like? What were some of your wins? And what were the things that completely surprised you? Let me read this again, what I opened with, because I think it's really important to remember. And it says, just because I may be down and going through something does not mean I'm always going to be here. Um, Well, in this book, it says it does not mean that I'm, I'm always going to be there. And I could say that to you as well. You know, we we really are not hearing as many stories about how people are pivoting from the pandemic, but let's just talk about it. A lot of people, some people are returning to work. Some people are loving this whole online way of working and they have not decided to go back to the way they worked before the pandemic happened. And so as you think about your business and what you're doing, I want to ask you, you know, what would it mean or what would it take for you to truly upgrade upgrade what you're doing and as i mentioned earlier you cannot base your your business or your perspective of it based upon these social media platforms they are just bridges to you being able to communicate your genius to others and so as you are thinking about how you're going to grow in 2023 don't forget to think about how you became who you are. What were the years of experience you had? How many books did you have to read? What certifications, trainings, workshops, you name it, did you have to go through uh, to get to where you are today? I know when I was working on my doctorate, I remember locking myself in the basement, Hubster coming down, bringing me coffee and tea and fruit so that I could focus. I remember the intense times when I just couldn't go out and hang out with friends the way I would like to because my dream was at stake. And sometimes when you're working on something that you're really passionate about, you're working on that degree, you're working on that project, sometimes you sacrifice doing the things you might even want to do so you can do the things that you can get to do. Ooh, you can say that again. So I want to say sometimes we have to shift our perspective, especially if we're going through a difficult time and we have to still love ourselves even in the midst of that difficult challenge because truly your hardest moments, as difficult as they are, the challenge is that you are still going to have to tell yourself, nope, even though I would like to sleep later, even though I want to put off that project or stop doing the thing that's going to help bring more clarity to my business, you're going to have to find ways to simply persist and persist, persistence is the ability to tell yourself, I'm going to keep moving forward no matter what. I'm going to keep taking one small step at a time. And we have to remember, I mean, if it were not for small business owners, America would not be America. This is a place where that idea of having an idea and putting legs to a dream so you can see it actually come to fruition. This is that place where it can happen. But There are so many things, you know, trying to take our focus. And one of the other pieces of the challenge is that I talk about the importance of 
clearing out the clutter, being able to clear out all the things you've been a part of and all the things you subscribed in. And just maybe you find one or two things, right? Three at most, but it's hard to really focus well if you have so many competing uh, things of information flowing into your inbox. I mean, goodness, it's amazing. You know, you can wake up and before you know it, you already have 30 emails that have nothing to do with what you need to focus on. So I want to highly recommend that you take the time to consider to ask yourself, well, what will it take for me to upgrade? Now let's jump into a portion of the upgrade challenge from last week. You are a professional working in an industry you may not realize this, but you're still a brand. You might work in a company, but you still eventually are going to be to have to become a brand because we are becoming, somebody put web 3.0. We are becoming a web 3.0 society. And I know that might be new for some of you, but one of the things I want to do in my tribe and community is make sure that as we build business, as we grow, we understand what this new web 3.0 world is going to look like, because that means that we've got to not only create sustainable solutions, but we also have to have some of the basic digital preparation for that. Okay. So let me just see. Um, Nicole says, I go into tunnel vision. I love it. Geneva says, not at all. There's not a place for me to talk about this. I like, I can't think about all of that and then build my biz. Ooh, uncertainty. I feel uncertainty as well. I feel a level of fear. This is great because this is a real reality. And I will just tell you that if we're not thinking about it, it doesn't mean it won't go away. I even have met business owners that have been in business. Yes, even if they make $1 million, it doesn't necessarily mean that they have a profitable business. We want an abundant lifestyle, right? I know I do. We want to be able to know we're making an impact, but also we can take care of our family and we can take care of our responsibilities. I mean, I love it when you guys respond. So I wanna know, do you feel me? Put hashtag UPML. Yes, Dr. D, I need to upgrade my life and biz. I need to figure out how do I have that balance, build a profitable business and still love it? Because let's be honest, I have met so many entrepreneurs. Now, well, let me ask you this question. Why do you think most businesses really fail or don't break five figures after a, you know, a certain amount of time? Why do you think most businesses or small business owners completely quit before the five-year mark? Anybody? Let me know in the chat box why you think people uh, actually give up. A lack of passion and hard work, Candace says, burnout money and no support good i should see it rolling down the hill a lack of consistency and a lack of support um and can we just add this financials now how many of you want me to keep it real put keep it real dr d because i'm going to say things you don't have to say it's me but i'm going to say some real things to you today yesterday was more like hey everybody here's a hug yesterday was more like oh let me pat you on the back and let me make you feel good today is not that day Today is, let me keep it real. Okay. Now, if we are going to have a, an, a business that is both profitable and abundant, then we have to show up like a boss. And today we are going to deep dive. So please put, I'm showing up like a boss. And when you show up like a boss, there are parts of your business that you love. And then there are parts of your business that you're like, Ooh, I don't feel like thinking about that. Right. You, most of us love the actual the virtue of what we do. But sometimes maybe we don't like thinking about our habits to manage those finances or to think about how much we should charge or to think about 
how we can uh, how we can really package our offers or our programs or even talk about our business and what we do. So there's a lot of things that we have to consider. Um, and so all of you by coming just to this, by saying, you know what, I'm going to upgrade, I'm going to come to this challenge. My promise to you is that I am going to share with you examples and strategy about how I built a six-figure business. And guess what? I didn't use Facebook ads. I didn't do all the things people told me I had to do. And I just really desire, desire to impact the lives of others just like you. And so today, I hope that today is very useful for you. Hold up. I'm looking for my slides. So give me one second. And if you just joined us, welcome, welcome, welcome. Oh, here we go. Okay. So again, make sure you're taking notes and welcome to this experience today. And I'm definitely so glad that you're here. All right. So we already know the house rules. Pretend I'm in your living room and keep it real. Keep it 100. Thanks to everybody who's a part of the success team experience, those that you see and those, those that you don't see. And the other pieces, I will also let you know, um, there will be time for you to ask questions near the end. All right. So you put in the chat box the word tribe. Please put the word tribe. So we have so many individuals in our tribe that you guys don't see everybody, but we have amazing leaders who also support this tribe, like Patty Aubrey from the Billion Dollar Chicken Soup for the Soul series, like Hubster. There's Hubster right below Patty Aubrey. He is the business senior business advisor right here uh, for Turning on the Lights Global. Give Hubster a round of applause, right? We're happy for those that support us. We have uh, Webster Bank, who was one of our first sponsors of uh, the International Women Build Confidence Conference. Uh, we, you can see Susie Carter, and many of us have met Susie Carter through her tribe. We have an NFL player, Tyrone Smith, who was one of our IWBCC speakers, and a Jimenez, who's very well known in the Latina uh, community here in Boston for her work with women and the um, the other woman at the very bottom in the middle in England doing a lot of work there but all of them are supporters of the IWBCC tribe so you want to be in a community where you know that I'm not just here operating <laughs> singular but that actually I'm also working to upgrade. I'm in partnership with different people and here in Boston we are a minority business enterprise and a woman business enterprise. But we also have Spark members. So somebody put, if you're a Spark member, put, I'm a Spark member. Spark members are in our VIP network. They're in our coaching community. And if you've been a part of the BPL, then I love to consider you a Spark member as well. And we have Spark members from all over the world, from every in different industry, you name it. All right. So I'm not going to take all this time to talk about things. But first, I want you to put, every brand has a story in the chat box. Every brand has a story. Here's my story. In 2006, I got married. In 2009, however, but most people don't know, is I gave a TEDx talk about how I was diagnosed with endometriosis, which makes it difficult to have children. That put me in a complete depression for more than 12 years. And it was at that point when I said, okay, you're either going to just live in depression or what if you only had four months to live? How would you live? How many of you know that there can be an interruption in your life that completely makes you think that your dream or your goal is not possible or shouldn't be explored? And that was my story. And that's how I wrote the book, Tomorrow Can't Wait, 
because I realized I could no longer allow the very thing that caused me the most pain internally, mentally, to stop me from believing that anything new could happen. And I know many of you, it may not be a diagnosis, but it could be a divorce. It could be homelessness. It could, so many of us go through different things. It's amazing how it can stop us from believing that anything new can happen. In 2014, I moved to Portugal with Hubster, and that completely changed my life because that's when Tolji was formed. And even though back then I didn't really know what Tolji was going to be, uh, actually, it was at that time, it was just called Turning on the Lights. And then it became, from Hubster's advice, Turning on the Lights Global Institute. So that happened in 2014. And then as time went on, 2017, the International Women Build Confidence Conference began in 2019. Uh, you know, uh, the pandemic, well, the pandemic happened in 2020. And so we then had a conference online and we had one offline. And since then we have served and given more than 10 to 12,000 coaching hours. We have been a light here in the city of Boston, serving people and businesses who survived the pandemic and some who had to completely shut down their businesses, giving them advice. So you're in a, a great place. Today, our topic is fear. So put the big word fear in the chat box. Now, every entrepreneur has some fears. And I want you to let me know in the chat box, what have been some of your fears? because we all have them. We all have fears that we have to overcome. And I wanna know what are some of the fears that you have? So sometimes we might love what we do, but we have a fear of speaking. Sometimes we might like what we do, but we have the fear of becoming a boss. And it's not always a bad thing. Sometimes we fear like what we, we don't know if we're gonna be able to handle it. We don't know if, if because we're disorganized, if we're really gonna be able to run a great business or we don't know if we can scale a business. We might have the fear of sharing our value with others. So we undercharge instead of offering. I, and by the way, I need to put, I need to be real right here. I was listening to someone talk about how to know your value. And I could not believe what she said. She said, well, if you really want to know what your value is, just ask a couple of people what they make. That's the worst advice you could take. When you want to know if you're undercharging, you should really look at the United States Department of Statistics, Labor and Statistics, to know what is the highest value in your industry, what are what are those professionals paid? That's how you start to measure. And then you, you compound that with how many years have you actually taken to become who you are. So there is a difference between someone who only has three years and someone who has 20 years. You have to know where you are or else you're just guessing and you don't want to have what I call across my fingers plans. CMF plans are the worst plans because now you're just guessing. But when you have solid research and you know your industry and you know what you're worth and you know what it took to be that, never undercharge. Okay, I hope that was that was good for you. Sometimes we have the fear of someone telling us no. So we might get rejected as I shared yesterday. You might have something that you're offering and someone says no to you, so you just don't try again. And then lastly, I had the last one, the fear of success. I was not sure if I wanted to be anybody's leader. I had a lot of people tell me that, oh, you could be a leader. And I used to say to them, I didn't ask me anybody's leader. <laughs> so I was not, I was an introverted extrovert. Like I was someone who could listen to Miles Davis all day, okay, and not, and be fine. But I realized I had gifts and talents that I had to speak out in order for people to know that I did have the genius that I, you know, that I had. So 
I want to talk to you a little bit about this and I'm going to open the floor because this really is not just a one-sided discussion. This is really your time. So I want to ask you right now to talk to me about what are some of the fears you have and you're in a safe place and we all have fears. I've had fears as I shared with you earlier. What are some of the fears that you have right now? Right now, when you think about making 2023 unrecognizable, what are some of them immediately that you know could pause you from being successful? Anybody? Should I just randomly call a name? I'll go. All right, Nicole, go for it. <laughs> uh, this is funny because just a couple of days ago, my husband asked me, you know, you have, you've already sold a course, you've, you've, done, you've done this thing, what's taking you so long to get going again? So I, I, I paused for um, a year to have a baby and, and resolve, and actually another year to raise the baby uh, and, and re renovate our house. And uh, he said, you know, what's, what's, what's stopping you? And I literally said, I'm scared. I'm scared that um, I, I did a lot of work to get past imposter and to get that first round of stuff done. And then I waited and I stopped for two years. And so uh, I went back into being scared again of like, if, what if I do all this work and it's not good enough? And what if I do all this work and um, someone shows up and is like, well, who are you to share all this with me? Um, so that's you the imposter. You guys can relate to Nicole, either raise your hand or put in the chat box. I completely can relate. Yeah, so thank you, Nicole. I mean, and then it's funny because, and many of you are parents, but it's funny how she's just like, well, you know, I just stopped because I had a kid and, you know, and I'm like, you had a whole situation. You're bringing a whole life into the planet. And that is in itself an amazing, amazing opportunity. And also, you know, sometimes we just think, can I be these two things? Can I be a mom and a business owner? Can I be a wife and a guru? Can I be, you know, and still be what I need to be? Um, Renee, you wrote something down. You want to share? You're muted. Okay. Um, yes. So I know how to um, uh, formulate I, I, because that's what, that's how I started by just formulating um, my products and I'm in the kitchen and I know how to mix this and I'm good at it. So now it's way more than that. You got accounting, you've got marketing. I don't know any of that stuff. So I have to learn how to do all of these things, inventory, there's so much to know and this, and I just can't know it all. So I'm just trying to learn all of this stuff and it can be overwhelming. Cause you just want to be like, whoop, forget it. I'm the, well, I'll still keep going, but you just feel overwhelmed and burnt out. I, yeah, I just feel overwhelmed because yeah, I can, I can mix something up real quick. Yeah. That's easy. You know, that, that, like I said, I can mix it up and bottle it. That's easy. I got that down pack, but it's a business is way more than that. Very good. Very true. Drisella, I saw your comment you want to share. And then uh, Muriel. Yes. Yeah, sometimes I know what I have to do, but I don't do it. Ooh. So this is like uh, the fear of commitment. And that's a, uh, um, I think um, saying, oh, people will judge what I'm doing, but I'm do not, people who will judge me are not the right people. Upgrade My Life and Biz podcast is brought to you by Turning on the Lights Global Institute, where we help you reach personal and professional goals. What an amazing time we had during the Upgrade My Life and Biz challenge. We talked about clearing clutter out the way. We talked about changing our perception as how we see ourselves as entrepreneurs and many of the women and leaders in my tribe we do have men as well 
but many of those individuals just talked about having to get over so many of those startup hurdles, right? It's kind of like the beginning phase, you're trying to talk about your idea, you hope some people understand what you're trying to do, then you finally get the gumption to go ahead and start it. Now you've got the product or the service, and now you have to deal with the perception of it. And you know, at some point, you have to just recognize Maybe everyone is not for you, neither is your service or your product, but you keep going because you really believe in what it's doing for the help of others or you're doing it because it's solving a given solution. So I truly enjoyed the Upgrade My Life and Biz Challenge and I would highly recommend if you need a tribe to join, if you need that accountability, consider joining what we call our IWBCC VIP network, where you have an awesome opportunity to join us live in one of our training and receive the accountability with other eagles in the room. We also always have wonderful opportunities for you to learn and grow as a growing entrepreneur or even as a new entrepreneur. And we do have some entrepreneurs, those of you who have a full-time job and you just want to employ your entrepreneurship skills, your leadership skills. So I highly recommend that you stay tuned to the Upgrade My Life and Biz podcast because look, none of us can do it alone. It really takes a wonderful team of people. It takes accountability groups. It takes strategy, tactics, and focus for you to get to where you'd like to be. And entrepreneurship is a journey. It's kind of like saying, I'm going to do it no matter what it takes. I'm going to stay committed and I'm going to take one step at a time. Well, that's it for me. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. See you soon and take care.